This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Okay, sis. Hello, sisters. Okay, sis. What a beautiful voice you have. Hi, sis. What's up? Okay, for those who are new, I'm Scout. I'm Maddie. And we are the sisters behind Okay, Sis Podcast. And we are the sisters behind the Okay, Sis Podcast. Are you just going to repeat everything I say? Yeah. Because you get to always say that part. Sorry, I'm just really good at it. I guess. We just gotten into a little groove there. Yeah, and if you're new, we love you. Thank you for coming back. I'm, no, if you're new, you I meant, come. I meant, <laughs> I meant. <laughs> <laughs> that was incorrect. Mads and I are very tired today, just FYI. Yeah. Um, we, have some bra- we have some brain fog. If you are a returning listener and a member of the sisterhood. Remember when we called them returners? Oh, that was weird. I loved that. If you're a returner, welcome back. We um, appreciate the you. The sisterhood welcomes you with open arms. Yes. And then if you're a newbie, a new sister, you've just been birthed. You've just been birthed. <laughs> Did we birth them? Like what birth to? Who birth? Who, what birth to? Know, who's our mom? Um, Beyonce? Oprah? I don't know who our mom is. We have to think about that. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Um, okay. This episode, it is just Scoutala and myself today. Lucky you, <laughs> you get to listen to us talk for the next 45 minutes. So um, before we get into the meat of the conversation, um, we have been blessed <laughs> with just nonstop praise, I believe, on our, re- on our review section. On our review section. Like, app. really, we have been blessed. Um, so much motivation, so much praise. It has humbled us. It has made us feel just like light and beautiful and has just helped us to plug and chug, you know, it also just, like, just makes going. me so happy that people are relating and finding yeah. inspiration and feel as if they know us because I mean, I want to know you guys too, I by know, the way. Truly. So anyways, um, we came across and I think this is a big milestone in our, in our almost one year of okay sis. I think we made it. We have our first hater. Yes, we do. Our first bad review, which is kind of saying a lot after one year, only one bad review. So when I told you we had our first bad review, did it sting in any way? No. I was really excited. Oh, okay. I sent it to everyone I know. (laughs) And I I was speaking it to every... I I read it to anyone that would listen. So we value constructive criticism over here. So we're going to read it and we're going to dissect it. Yes. Um, Okay. So first of all, props for the subject line. Yeah. The subject line was prime premium premium content. Yeah. It says Gnosis. Like truly. (laughs) So good. Yeah. That's good. She's the thing is so funny is she's playing into the brand. Look at her. Yeah. She's not a hater. Yeah. She loves us. We're going to get her. We're going to get her. Okay. So um, this is a one star out of five star review. She she probably could have done zero if she could. I mean, at least give us two, you know? You know. Um, Okay. So I'm going to read the whole thing and then. Well, let's, well, well, I'll interrupt you. I'll interrupt you as we go. So much to say. First of all, the Valley Girl slurred speech accents. Okay, wait. I, wait, let me finish the next line. Okay. I can't listen to their voices, and isn't that the point of a podcast? Okay. So, uh, Scout and I grew up in San Diego. We did not grow up in the Valley yet. We are Southern California gals. Uh, side note, I think we accentuate the Valley Girlness as a humor tactic. We use it as a humor tactic. I'm super ignorant over here. I didn't even think we sounded like Valley Girl. So I think I might a little bit. It's okay. the inflection in our voices. It's the, you know, the va- the valleys and the peaks. The peaks. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, not really adding to the gauze here. Um, so I don't know. For me, I think we do it in a humorous way. Yeah. It's in a playful, like well, we're, we're definitely, trying to. There's definitely an aspect of OK Says that is based off of humor. 
Well, I would hope so. Well, I mean, oh. some podcasts are strictly informative. Some right, podcasts right. are strictly educational. Ours has a very humor entertainment aspect to OKSIS. Yeah, we blend it. We blend it with the, you know, sophistication. Yeah, more yeah. sophistication on my end, I'm just going to say. Whoa! <laughs> what you really feel <laughs> yeah so um i'm gonna say note it noted um i definitely could tone down the hyperbolicness of the valley girl mm-hmm. inflection in my voice okay we'll see you work probably on that. not going to though but okay next this also isn't empowering nor does it exhibit feminine solidarity okay wait I would like her to expand on how we do not exhibit feminine solidarity when the only people we bring on this podcast are females. And I don't like the isn't empowering. I think listen, we've had some insane guests on and they've been able to tell their story of how they started and the challenges they came across and how they became successful. And I find that to be extremely empowering. Yeah, not sure... Not she must have listened to some weird episode, but it's I know weird I really want to ep- know which episode she listened every to. Every episode, it feels like we leave some sort of empowering, um, you know, sprinkled crumbs in. For you I to would pick love to know which episode she listened to. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe it was one of our solo ones talking about pop culture. <laughs> y- oh, yikes! That, that oh, but sense. those are empowering. Pop culture does not need to mean you have a low intellect. If you have something very specific and informative to say about pop culture and have commentary then that is empowering yeah like when we talked about body shaming with ariel charnas is that how you say her last name yes yeah we talked about body shaming and what that means to have different body types on instagram we bring a level of sophistication to every fucking episode as you drop the f-bomb all right keep going they don't ask hard-hitting questions they talk about their consumerist self-absorbed habits okay uh back up they don't hit. They don't um, ask hard hitting uh, questions. Okay. So, to me, our episodes are meant to be colloquial and raw and more conversational and con- and just informal mm-hmm. and like we're at a sleepover. We're not trying to be journalists here. Yeah, we usually have an outline of questions, and we we d- deviate we from that list yeah, so much. We never even look at the list. Like it's just a nice conversation. So it's what comes up in the moment. Yeah. Go to uh, this one's Go the best. to NPR or New York Times for some hard hitting questions. Okay, wait, but the second part of that is the consumerist. Yes, I'm I'm gonna for like for sure say she's. I think she's the right on that one. Yeah. For oh sure. yeah. Definitely. I'm a slave to the capitalist regime, and I've said that before. But yeah, um, self absorbed habits. What does habits. that mean? Self absorbed. So like our our current fixations are beauty products, their meditation apps, their books. But they're also mentality TV shows, their philosophies. Are yeah. we self-absorbed? I well, the thing. Okay, you made a great point when we were talking about this earlier. We have a podcast where we are the hosts. There is going to be a level of self-absorption in this fucking podcast because we're talking about ourselves. Yeah, you got really loud there. Um, I, I, I apologize for anyone that's listening. Our best, our best review ever said, um, be "Don't sure. listen at work because Maddie gets loud." Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, so. Th- as hosts, you have to kind of divulge a certain level of intimacy about your own life. Absolutely. And get personal. I mean, our what life is out there very publicly. We talk about everything vulnerable. that happens to us because we kind of want to relate to people on certain subjects. Absolutely. So I don't think we're thing? super self-absorbed. Is that the whole thing? No. Oh. Last point. Okay. They interview super cool female entrepreneurs and Thank talk you. about important issues, but then say dot, 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 nothing. Hmm. Um, agreed that we interview super cool female entrepreneurs. As our tagline is, we interview rad female guests. Mm-hmm. And I think we've lived up to that expectation every single time. Um, yeah. So we, t- we, what is it? We, we talk about important issues. We, we talk about them, but we don't say anything. Um, which is weird sure because we are the most opinionated people. Yeah. I mean, okay, let's like be real. We don't get political so much on the show i mean if you if you listen to okay sis you can know if we like our president or not very quickly sure um but we don't necessarily take certain political stands all the time but that's not what i think she means i would beg to differ on this because we make it a point to give actionable items and next steps i feel on every single episode yes you know 
I think that's w- something that's in the ethos of OK Says. Yeah. So. Anyways, um, shout out to you. Um, First sorry. <laughs> we hope you'll reconsider. I know. We really hope if you will. If you're listening to this, that's pretty funny, too. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, also another thing I wanted to comment on. Um, a dear listener. Shoot, I should have looked up her, her name before, but it's okay. She commented on one of our posts and said that she loves us, blah, 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 but that we were... Overlooking Taylor Swift. Yeah, did you read that? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I do want to touch on that. Obviously, there is a level of satire um, when it comes to us really hating on Taylor Swift. We understand she has philanthropic... I d- pursuits Except and wasn't her LGBTQ thing just so tone deaf? So y- y- right, but what we had said, yeah. Are you? Why are you looking at your phone? You're just because I'm trying me. to find this girl's name. Oh well, don't you don't need to blast her. But she yeah. was no, no, she was very sweet. No, so. I know. I want to shout yeah. out so people go follow her. Oh well, let's just okay. Okay, sorry. Anyways, um, so what we had said was the music video itself seemed a bit tone deaf. But we also discredited any good she does in the good world. she does and philanthropy she carries out, which it is true. I've heard really amazing things about what she's done with her um, fortune, and apparently she does it with no recognition. Like she never wants it to be blasted or displayed or like a PR stunt. It's something that she does do undercover, and there are a lot of like hospitals she's worked with. So you know, shout out to Taylor Swift. We apologize that we didn't give her the credit that she deserves, but I will still say her music is shit. Yeah, and this gu- the girl said her music might not be good, but you can't deny that she's done good for no, the world. Any- so anybody that good. gives back is a winner in my book. Right, exactly. Um, another review. Now that we're just like course correcting. No wait, I want to talk to my review. Oh, uh, hold on. There oh was one God. more review that said um, that. <laughs> Kylie is not just lip <laughs> Oh, I saw that. <laughs> it's, it's an entire product line of cosmetics. I understand that. Kylighter. Ky- it's called Kylighter? Kybrow. It's called Kybrow? Ky blush. No, I'm joking. I don't know what the blush is called. Um, yeah. Kybrow, Kyliner. Kyline? Ky, I don't know. Something, everything with a Ky in front of it. We get it, of course. I know that she has other products. Um, but regardless... The lip kits is what would put her on the map. So yeah. we weren't that far off with that one. Yeah, I hear you. Although that's good constructive feedback. People yes. are. Yes, please continue the constructive feedback. And I love it when you guys put like, like hearts and also stuff. Also, when we talk about people on this podcast, there's no way to know everything about someone's life. So if someone can shed a different light or aspect on somebody that we talk about on the podcast. Yes, and we'll always course correct. We'll always come back and right yes. our wrongs. Yes, totally. We're not afraid to say we were wrong because we're fucking human. Yeah, and I don't know everything. No way. I mean, that's I've made that clear. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. 
our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Um, okay, so we got this one review from Coffee Later, and I'm going to need you to reveal yourself. The first line of this review says, I'm pretty sure Scout is my soul sister. Wow. So Coffee sweet. Later, I would like to be your soul sister as well. Please DM me. Is that me. the entire? No, that's just the one <laughs> oh. I wanted to highlight. She said, I'm literally binging through these episodes. I love, love, love the conversations between you guys. It makes me feel so connected. But the main point of this review Was is that, that she thinks I'm her soul sister. So yeah, coffee I feel later. Like everyone is either a Maddie or a Scout. Yeah. Coffee later, please DM me at Scout Sobel because I would like to be your soul sister. Yeah. We'll bring you we'll take you to Alfred. We will. Yeah. Also, um, another okay, I guess we're just shouting out anyone that ever talks to us or DMs <laughs> us. One other girl said she has been inspired to go to Nichelle's class the next time she's in LA. Oh damn. I'm get ready, tr- girl. I'm gonna try to go with her. Okay, we'll tell her not to get a blowout in the vicinity <laughs> of her workout class because I got a blowout one day, went to Nichelle's class the next yeah, no, day. The, the blowout is gone. Yeah, it don't is get gone. a blowout. You know what? Maybe I'll even show up. Yeah, we'll show up and uh, surprise you. Since, uh, you know, I'm going on my fourth week of F45. Wow, look at you. My butt has lifted. I doubt that, but okay. No, it did. Okay. So let's move on to the meat of the episode. So today... Scow and I are going to go through the 36 questions that lead Wait, to love. Wait, lead into our current fixation. Oh. Oh, you sound so excited about that. Sorry. I just, I was really in a groove. Okay. Now I've, I've revealed the meat of the episodes. There's no buildup, but that's what we're going to be talking about later. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Since I never go first. My current fixation is the HBO show Euphoria. I, haven't you already said this? Oh. No, I was uh, going to say it. Oh, but you know, I have so many current fixations. To you have so many from. TV shows that you watch. So this is a show starring Zendaya. She plays a drug addict, na- drug addict, navigating the landscape and politics of high school while battling her addiction. So the show itself feels like one big trip. They really tap into and utilize cinematography and lights in such a way that I've never seen TV being um, portrayed. And they create this like ethereal and sexy and moody environment. Also, I want to comment on the eye makeup and shout out these high schoolers who are just fucking confident walking through their, their high school with bedazzled eyes and blue eyeliner. And I'm just like, I wish I had 1% of that confidence to throw back to Judith. And well, uh, you and I didn't even own makeup in high school. I know. I just can't believe these these girls. It. I'm truly inspired by them. And the eye makeup can single-handedly be um, sponsored by Glossier Play. Yes, as your tweet said. Have yeah. you made another tweet? Um, I did one other tweet. I tweeted you like four times and oh. it's just radio silence <laughs> so scout um saw that i had a twitter and she was because uh, i just joined twitter oh everyone go follow me on twitter i don't know how to use it at maddie rose mayo and scout was like oh my god i followed you on twitter it followed me back it took me like five minutes to figure out how to do that and then i look on her feed and i was like oh my god you're really active on twitter and you text me you're like yeah like no one really follows me, so I just tweet into the into the ether, but like into the abyss, into the abyss. No one even follows you, and you're like, you're like, um, Billy Eichner. He is my soulmate from The Lion King. So these are like recent commentary <laughs> on pop culture, and no one is responding to you. I thought that was. Incredible. You know, Scout, you do you. You're confident in your content. I just, I could not believe that no one follows you. I've been tweeting pretty actively for You are the most engaged Twitter 
participant. <laughs> I don't think one person visits my profile. I so that's why I was, was so excited that, that you were on. So I sent you all these tweets. Oh, and oh my god, I haven't checked it since I, I joined. Like literally mentioned you in four tweets because I thought you would retweet me or, or answer me. <laughs> and literally, I checked every day and I got no notifications. Oh my god, stop! This is the saddest thing I've ever heard. I'm going to start crying for you. Oh this is really sad. I was really hoping for a retweet. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys, everyone go everyone go to Scout's Twitter. It's at Scout Sobo. Please retweet her and follow her because holy shit, this is really sad. Oh God. We're just gonna be an echo chamber if I just keep retweeting you, re- you retweet me, and we don't have any followers. Oh dear God. Okay. Oh my God. We need to move on. This is okay, my we need current. to move on. Oh, but um one other thing I wanted to mention about Euphoria. Although it is incredibly disturbing, it's highly entertaining, and it touches on body ownership, transgendered sexuality, and the influence of drugs on the youth. So, if you're interested in any of those topics, I would tune in. I'm not going to be tuning okay. in. Okay. Um, I don't like drug shows. Um, okay. Well, you liked Breaking Bad. I know. So, that, I just completely negated your yeah. stance. You're right. I really do like Breaking Bad. Um, anyways... My current fixation, which I can't believe it hasn't been my current fixation, is the song Whipping Post by the Almond Brothers. Now, let me back up. We grew up with this song. Our dad played it regularly on Sundays while we had our pool parties. And it just recently got rediscovered for me last year when I was watching The Voice. And Michael Lee, one of the contestants in the knockouts, performed Whipping Post by the Almond Brothers. And it was the most incredible performance I've ever seen in my life. Every time you watch it, you cry. He's It's like when the Jurassic Park theme song comes on, you yeah, just immediately cry. He should be a star. He's unbelievable. So if you guys just Google Whipping Post, Almond Brothers, The Voice, Michael Lee, watch this video. And now Mads and I have kind of made it this this tradition where we dance to The Whipping Post all the time. Yeah, when we're pre-gaming, when we're just like living, when we're at weddings, when we're at karaoke, oh jeez, whipping post is on. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. Sometimes to sing along. I feel. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like I've been tied to the whipping post. Tied to the whipping post. Lord knows I feel like I'm dying. Okay, well, now that we did that for everybody. I feel so bad for anyone that just had to listen to that. But it's like you have to finish the whole verse. I was thinking, I was like, this is going on a little bit too long, but you have to finish the whole chorus. You have to finish the whole thing. Okay. So that's my current fixation. Great. Okay, so now moving on to the meat. The third time. The third segue. So we are going to be doing, I'm sure everyone knows, the 36 questions that lead to love. This was um, a big viral essay. The New York Times did it, right? The New York Times put on. It is um, a study by the psychologist Arthur Aaron that explores whether intimacy between two strangers can be accelerated by having them ask each other a specific series of very personal questions. So we kind of um, filtered it down. So there's not 36, but that's the number that apparently if you answer these, you will fall in love with the person. It's alleged, of course. Um, but we're going to expose uh, some mutual vul- vulnerability. We're going to get to know each other more. In order to foster uh, closeness, Scout, since mm-hmm. we're not close at all. Yep. <laughs> yep. Not close enough. Not close enough, I guess. Uh, all right. So let's let's dive in. Okay. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a, gin- a, blech, as a dinner guest? I would love to speak with Michelle Obama. That's a good one. She's amazing. You haven't even read her book yet, though. I know. Her book is so good. I know. It's was an I I will read it again. Okay. Well, yeah. I just think I have I have a lot of questions for her. And she's seen a lot of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like she could give me some some details. Yeah, she's not going to give also you any like, details. I'd also like RBG there. Okay, so we're really going the political route. I know, which is really not like me, but I fucking love RBG. Yeah, Do you well, you watched her documentary, right? No. Oh, it's so good. I watched it on a plane. No, I need to. All right. Would you like to be famous in what way? You know, I've given this a lot of thought 
since I drive to LA all the times and I have moments to think about things. Um, I want to be famous for a month because I just feel as if it's an experience that very few select individuals are pri- are privileged or cursed to have. Mm-hmm. And it would be cool just to walk have in. The experience. Yeah, just to have the experience. I don't think I, I don't really want to be famous for my entire life. I just like a month is good for me. Mm. Just to see what it's like. Right. I've always said I want to be Nora Jones level fame. Where yeah. no one bothers you in a coffee shop, but you are extremely revered. Yes. And talented. Yes. All right. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you are going to say? Yes, I refer- I rehearse any interaction, any time. I write down everything I'm gonna- supposed to say for any meeting or any time I have to speak. Yeah, you're you come to this podcast quite prepared copious amounts of notes and i don't have any notes yeah i think it shows scout oh thanks <laughs> asshole okay what would constitute a perfect day for you probably sleeping in having coffee in bed with my husband cuddling with my husband and my dog lola and then you know maybe taking dad's boat out for the day surrounded by my friends and family Maybe doing a podcast with you. Really just being with my friends and family. This sounds like just what you do regularly. Yeah, because I truly like my life. You live a perfect life. No, I don't. We've all established that with my, you know, situation in my head. Um, (laughs) Yes. No, I just, yeah, just small things. I don't need to go anywhere big or do anything big. You know, maybe have, like, a glass of wine. That would be nice. Whoa! Get crazy! (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know, kind of just taking it easy, moving slow, appreciating the ocean. Okay, Okay, well, we're done. Yeah, that was was a fucking long day is what it was. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) When did you last sing to yourself to someone else? About two minutes ago on this podcast. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? This is a very difficult... Mind um, or body? Um, um, you know... Body. I would want the wisdom of the 90-year-old and the body of a sprite yeah, young Yeah, but you woman. won't have... Okay, first of all, this is my question. Okay. Second of all, you wouldn't have the wisdom of... An eighty-year-old, because what you—if your mind's gone, you could have Alzheimer's. Yeah, that is true. So, would you rather be paralyzed but have a sharp mind, or would you rather have a great body but not be there mentally? Mm. I think that I would go for the mind, mm. Mm. as I long as I was saying. still able to talk. Oh, if I can't talk, then fuck it, give me the body. I don't want to be stuck in my head. But if I can talk and have... why would you not be able to talk if you're 30 year old? Because my body is paralyzed. Oh, I see what you're saying. Got it. Okay. Next. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Hmm. Eating too much and dying from bloatation. Agreed. I worry about that with you on a daily basis. 100%. For what in your life do you feel most grateful um, I feel most grateful for my family. Lame. Uh, oh, come on, we have a great family. I know, but just like you can't think of something a little more creative. Oh. No. My husband. Oh. Those are the that's the most important thing over okay. anything, over business, over okay. over everything. Okay. Okay. Next. If you could change anything about the way you were raised, <coughs> what would it be? Ooh. Um. I think I would used to say not to have the divorce happen, but it's it's turned out great for us. Right. And it cemented a lot of how I identify and how I am with myself Mm -hmm. and my relationships with my family. So I I wouldn't take that back. Um, I don't think I would change any anything. Our parents were a little too lax. I would say that. Like to the point where it was a little concerning. Yeah, it was just like okay. We didn't have curfews. I don't think my parents knew where I was half the time. I came home puking because I was so drunk. I, I mean, that wasn't a common occurrence with you, so it's not like you're. Well, I wasn't out of control. Yeah, yeah, but it definitely happened. Yeah. 
Okay. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, anything else, what would you want to know? Um, I would want to know whether or not my future children would live a long life. Huh. Because how terrible would it be to have a child and lose a child? That's the worst death you can go through. But what if you know it? So what, you just like can prepare for it? Oh, yeah, that would be, you know, that would be it's terrible. It's like you have the child and you're like, well, this child's always going to be here for a year. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, See, that's, that's the rough. problem with knowing the future. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to know the future. No, 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 no. Except you like, you uh, frequent the psychics. The psychics. So <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't been in a while. I don't think you need to go anymore. Okay. All right. Um, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time and why haven't you done it? I've dreamed of starting my own company. And why haven't you done that, Mads? I don't have any money, you know? Hmm. Like, how am I going to live if I don't have an income? Well, I can tell you how I did it. I know. You do it while you have your full-time job. And you pick a company where you don't <clears throat> need necessarily a large investment in the beginning. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Good tips. Mm -hmm. But I also don't have a specific idea that I am drawn to in like a magnetic way yeah which i think needs is uh a requirement yeah you'll come across it i believe in you god i hope so all right what is the greatest accomplishment of your life um other than my marriage i would say the greatest accomplishment of my life was Creating my own magazine at the age of 22 and getting um, an order from Barnes & Noble to sell my magazine in Barnes & Noble. That was Ayo. a very surreal moment. I hope to feel as proud as something as Scout does about her marriage. <laughs> I feel very proud of it. I mean, Adam no, and I have I worked so hard. I understand, but I'm just... I'm. It's so fascinating that that's so... that I wouldn't think to say that. In terms of an accomplishment, which I guess says a lot about me and my relationship towards marriage. But um, that's so interesting that that was like your first thought. Yeah. Above all, my relationship with my husband is the most important thing. Yeah. We haven't heard that before. Okay. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. What number are we on? 16. Oh. What do you value most in a friendship? I value people that let me be my true entirety self. Although, when are you ever not yourself? There are times. There are times. And it's with people that I don't consider friends. I have never not seen you be yourself. Is that just because I'm around? Maybe because you're a friend of mine. Hmm. So I therefore bring out my authentic self but there are some people where I hide a little bit and shield the magic that is Maddie. yeah the magic <laughs> that's one way to put the it loudness that no I don't know I just my best friendships are people that lift me up and celebrate my my eccentricity rather than suppress it and mm-hmm. I, I found there are people that I've encountered that would like to suppress it and to that I say no, 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 <laughs> no, no. And then I say goodbye. And then I, although I have to say, I think mom was pretty annoyed by us on our last trip to Nevada City. Why? Because 
We were being psychos. You were so loud. You were kicking me. You were abusing me. You were ordering pizza in the middle of the day. Oh, that's right. I need to bill her for that. I'll send her an invoice. What? You are such a little bitch. <laughs> I, paid, you were? I paid for the pizza, and she told me to invoice her. Oh, my God. <laughs> you were ordering this pizza, and you're like, can I have your credit card? I was like, fuck you. I'm not paying for your pizza. <laughs> Wait, you do you this that? all the time. Every time I you're, asked you Yes, that. you asked me for my credit card, Matt. like, you don't have a great job and can afford a $9.99 pizza. Oh, my God. You were like, Mom, you screamed at Mom to give you her card she's like shut the fuck up i'm sleeping and so then you look at me and you're like can i have your card i was like no oh i'm very silly okay what is your most treasured memory oh my god i keep getting the ones that are just going to talk about my relationship Okay, let's yeah let's diversify a little bit here but like my most treasured memory is definitely getting engaged okay i think we've heard the story let's move on okay wait let me think of something else um, another treasured memory is, was realizing how close we've become since starting OKSIS. Oh, you just pulled that out of your ass. No, it's true. Oh, okay, good. I remember the moment. You remember the moment? What was the actual moment? I was just sitting in my apartment and I realized that we had texted every day for the past three weeks and that was not what we used to do. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Wow. Okay, sis. Bringing sisters together. Yeah. Great. What is your most terrible memory? Oh, yikes. Let's see. Terrible memories. Let me just, you know, go into my id. Is that the one? I don't know. Let's uh, go into my subconscious, my repressed, <laughs> deep, ter- terrible memories. Um... Guess the divorce? Yeah. Question mark? Shrug? Question mark? Shrug? <laughs> I don't know. It was a terrible night. No, yeah. I guess that's a terrible memory. It's not a fun. It's not a treasured one. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. It was not a good night. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are living now and why? No, I would not. Okay. I would probably just like go to Tulum more. Said every influencer ever. Kate, fuck off. I would probably just go, I would probably do like more staycations and more like staying in hotels, like really nice hotels. I would also get a facial by Shawnee Darden every single week. I would also get a massage once a week. Yeah. What else would I do? I would just, I would do what I'm doing now just a little bit more elaborately. And luxuriously. Yeah. I would just put down a little bit more money on things. I would, I would elevate the current lifestyle. Yes. Elevate the current lifestyle. Okay. What does friendship mean to you? Friendship, loyalty, love. I think friendship means having someone that is consistently there for you. That is that that you can spend that you don't feel afraid to approach them in any situation. They are versatile across all of your life experiences, and they support you no matter what. Yes, like I agree. my one of my best friends, Caitlin. She wrote me my birthday card, and she wrote all the different aspects of her life that she comes to me to, and it essentially was every aspect of her life. But if she's looking to have like a nice wine night to stay inside to stay in she'll call me if she wants to go to a movie she'll call me she wants to sob and like every different life experience I have proven to her that I'm there for her so that was I liked that that's friendship to me is when Mm. I can kind of take one person and 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 they're they're you know they can adapt to any facet of my life yeah I love that or you adapt to any facet of their life I mean yeah it's mutual yeah what roles do love and affection play in your life? Dear God, please don't <laughs> say <laughs> Um, Love and affection plays a very large part in my life. I think as kids, we grew up in a very loving and affectionate environment. So, you know, saying I love you is, I mean, you never liked to say it back, but saying I love you was something very common in our household. Our parents always told us they loved us. They are very affectionate towards us, and I think that's carried on 
into my adult years, I'm someone that definitely needs affection, you know, hugs and cuddles and kisses and stuff like that. Um, and all of my friends that I have, there's always a deep rooted love there. Like if there's no love in a situation, it doesn't really need to be involved in my life. Hmm. Okay. Noted. How do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Oh, head babe. Which I totally coined that term. Head babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, head babe is a selfless goddess. Mm-hmm. She is firm. I don't think she's firm. She's firm in her identity. Okay. I don't no. Know about the word. I don't know about the word firm. I meant like she's she's stable in confident. who she is. She's confident. Sure. She takes up space that is hers hers she is constantly making sure everyone around her is okay before she's okay which can lead to a detriment but it is what it is she's also changing her she's also we have a very open relationship with our mother yeah she's very sexually active We talk about it doesn't let us not know it. (laughs) We talk a lot about our sexual experiences with her. Well, you do. I do specifically. I feel very strange. I I go to her for everything. I know. I um I told her that I got weed. So I don't smoke weed, but I got like one of the trendy weed company pen things because I heard that one of them helps with um sex and easing your mind and getting your getting out of your head um so i told her about that and she um wanted some no she just proceeded to tell me that she also she too has uh <laughs> dabbled in the weeds <laughs> for sexual reasons and i was like i wasn't asking really for your <laughs> your experience i was just trying to tell you what i have been doing lately and just yeah that's also something I, I, as I've said before, I hate when I give a problem and then the pr- other person relates it back to their life. I'm like, I'm not asking for what you've done. I'm asking for sympathy. One time, and I, action items for myself. I know we know that. One time, I had sex in this house, our mother's house, and oh my god, was it on the couch we're sitting on? <laughs> no, this is a new couch. First of all, oh. it was in that bedroom. Um, and oh god, the amount of people that have claimed that bed is their own. Well, it was originally mine. I know. It was originally yours. Then it became Natalia's. Then it was mine. Then it was back Natalia's. Then it was like Stephanie's for a little bit and her boyfriend when they lived here. Then it was like that weird girl that lived here for like half a year. And then I think it's you again. No, I'm upstairs now. Okay. So anyways, I was having sex and the penis hit my cervix. <laughs> and my cervix. The penis? <laughs> Can you specify which penis, please? Yes, my husband's. Um, and it hit my cervix Ow. so hard that my cervix. This, I, no, I don't have an IUD at that point. The cervix got was I was in so much pain. I ran upstairs and woke mom up and I was like, he hit my cervix. What do I do? And she was like, take Advil. You're fine. Go back to bed. It's OK. So she gave me some Advil and then I went back to bed. This is just all news <laughs> to me. This is just new information that I was not <laughs> particularly excited to hear. Okay, great. All right, next. Um, t- uh, it's your turn. Oh, tell your sister what you like about them. Be very honest this time. <laughs> saying things that you might not say to someone you've just met. Ooh. Okay, so the first thing I really like about you is that you are highly unapologetically yourself true there is a certain energy that you possess that 99.999 percent of the population does not possess and you are quite enthusiastic about taking the space up with who you are yay and that's very honorable because i'm a little bit shyer than you Mm -hmm. i'm a little bit more reserved and it's just great that you can kind of do stuff and not really care what people think about you that's absolutely not true it's all a facade okay well you're doing really great at it thanks um and you've you've once told me that my energy is infectious yeah i had so much energy this weekend because of you and wasn't I, that crazy yeah it was really weird because i like was not in an energetic mood and you were just being so annoying and i not for once i understood like what you go through with me girl i've been through a lot <laughs> with you 
You don't even want to know the, the, the first half of that. Oh, that's great. Okay, next. Share an embarrassing moment in your life. See, uh, I wish I had embarrassing moments. I think I mentioned this before. The the one, it's funny because I just remember this moment and I always say it as my embarrassing moment, even though it wasn't even that embarrassing. I was in like a bathroom stall and I thought my friend was next to me and I like put my hand underneath the <laughs> thing and someone else was in there. That's terrible. And they were just like, this is not your friend. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then my friend was not there. Oh my God. So that, I guess, was embarrassing. I don't know. Interesting. All right. When did you last cry in front of another person or by yourself? Um, Probably like three weeks ago. I cried in front of one of my best friends and Adam. The last time you cried was a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Except I cry every time I watch Queer Eye. Oh, fuck. I need to watch the new. So again. I've been watching Queer Eye a lot. And that's a good cry. It's a good cry. I, at the end, I'm just crying. Yeah. It's a so good that's cry. alone. But the last time I cried in front of another person was a few weeks ago in front of one of my best friends and Adam. Great. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? The Holocaust. Yes, Maddie. Although I think you joke about it sometimes. Okay, let's clarify. Yeah. We do not joke about the genocide that was the Holocaust. Our parents are Holocaust scholars. And if you could see the living room we're in right now, we are filled with Hitler's biographies <laughs> and list a, like a, a lists of people that have died in the Holocaust. Like they are so obsessed. What was mom reading on the plane the other day? The Nazi regime. <laughs> I was like, what are you reading? And she was like, the Nazis. <laughs> like, I cannot. I can't with this. this we tell done. like we have to tell them that we're not like at dinners. Dinners, we're not allowed to talk about the Holocaust. Any family vacations, we're not allowed to go to Holocaust memorials. Except that's all we did on our last family vacation. Well, we went to Berlin, which I think you have to go to. We went to the capital of the Holocaust. Holocaust. So, like, you gotta have to do Holocaust why, okay, things. Why do you think that was chosen, Mads? But you know that they would sniff out a Holocaust <laughs> memorial in, like, Jamaica or something. You know what I mean? Like, they know all of the Holocaust yeah, things. Yeah. But they're yeah. doing very important work. And very we, important, but it's like... After 10 years of hearing about the Third Reich, <laughs> you just want to die. You just, it's too much. Oh, God. All right. God, this is another. Uh, if, you, <laughs> if you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them? There's nothing. Yeah, that's a... I've told everyone everything. Yeah, I'm an open book, baby. Yeah, I don't got no secrets. <laughs> no secrets forever, ever more. Cross my heart and hope to die. I swear these lips will never tell another lie. If you could love me like you did before. I promise. My future's all about to be a sweat. No secrets will love me. I'll keep it secret. So, so deep. No secrets will I keep. Yes. Does anyone remember the band? The coveted band, No Secrets. No, that was just, was that their band name? Yes. Oh. No Secrets. There was like five of them and they were sold in limited two stores everywhere. Okay, next. Um, Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be? Why? So Benny writes me a letter every single month of what we did in the past month. Oh, my God. That's how have I never known this? Yes, it's a great. It's a beautiful ritual that he does. It's been three and a half years. So I don't, you do the math on how many months that is. Um, do you keep them all? Yeah. So I would go back and get that. That's a good one. Yeah. Because it's such a good, it, it makes me want, you know, it's like so lame to do like a dear diary today. Da, da, da. But when I read back the letters in, in the months we have, I you forget how much shit you've done. And it's nice to have a reminder of the beautiful moments that you share with your loved ones. That'll be great when you're 80 and you can look back on when you were 24. Totes. I'm 25 now. Yeah, sorry. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing and why? Um, so I'm just going to go with blood family. Yeah. Probably yours. And on that note. <laughs> I would literally like, okay, lose sis. my shit if you died. 
<laughs> yeah, that would be that would be some rough times. That would be some rough times for me. Yeah. I mean, for you too, because you'd be dead, but also for me, because I'd have to deal with it. What do it. you think happens after we die? Um, I really have. I have not one inkling. I I think I would like to hope that I can haunt people. Yeah, something. I believe that souls stay alive in a certain area. I don't know. I, I I do not believe that you just die and that and that's it. I do believe that there is something like after to, this like to, world. Yeah, I would like to think that it was all for something or like. I don't or think it's like even we, necessarily for something. I just believe there's another world beyond this. I would also. L- I don't want to forget everything that happened. You know what I mean? Like I want. I want to go into heaven or wherever, and I don't want to lose my memories and who I am. Yeah. Uh, but then you might be reborn as somebody else. But you don't know you are. Yeah. You know? It's very you forget weird. the old life. But you carry the emotional baggage with oh, you. Oh, love that. And I have really accumulated a lot of emotional baggage. My poor reborn self. What? Is going to have to take on all this baggage that <laughs> oh I've accumulated. All right, sisters. We have thoroughly spent 47 minutes chatting our ears off. Being self-absorbed. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing it back to the being self-absorbed as fuck i mean this was probably the most self-absorbed episode we've done yeah but maybe do you love me more oh yeah wait consensus do you feel a deeper connection to me are you more fond of me um you know i feel as if i knew all of those answers yeah yeah i think this is meant to be for strangers yeah i agree but but maybe our listeners will get to know us a little more yeah so if you guys if you guys fell in love with us over the (laughs) 45 minutes please let us know also as you sorry that we sang so much as as we mentioned in the beginning we literally talk about every dm and every review that we get so if you want to leave us a review we will 100 percent say it on the pod i mean we have not read every single I know, review but we've gotten. If you make it like really cool. Yeah, we'll start know. featuring our favorite reviews. Yes. But if you DM us, we'll definitely get back to you. Oh yeah, for sure. For yeah. Sure. That's a that's a hundred percent guarantee. That's a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee, Rhonda. <laughs> oh my god, we are losing it. We're so delusional right now. Okay, so um rate review subscribe smash the buttons smash all the buttons follow us on instagram at okay says podcast we have some good stories and it's i mean it's continuously premium although can i just say something yeah um i was looking through my instagram oh no the other day oh no and like the last not only are the it's last three photos with you yeah um you are just the entirety of my instagram profile and so yeah. then i went to look at your instagram profile it's all me and I am nowhere to be found. Yeah, no, no. Um, and so I think I'm going to excommunicate you from my Instagram. That's fine. Also, I have I, so many I, friends. I, I, I need to take pictures with other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, no comment. How do you feel being <laughs> the star of my Instagram? I feel great about it. Um, I think it's well-deserved. Oh, okay. I think I have really earned <laughs> okay. that position. Um, yeah, if anyone goes to my, talk about self-absorption, go to at Maddie Mayo, smash that follow button and you'll just see pictures of me. If you want to see more pictures of Maddie, go to <laughs> at Scout Sobel and, and follow me. All over the Instagrams. Oh my God. I need <laughs> okay. to like tone it down. All right. Love you, sisters. Love you. Ah, mm, The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.